Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1105, air date September 16th, 2022. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Adure. Uh, today, we're going to have a discussion on obviously a topic that's sort of everywhere on the news that many of you may have seen, and it has to do with uh, Martha's Vineyard immigrants and Elizabeth Warren. And we're going to really talk about the real hypocrisy here. Uh, many of you have probably heard about the hypocrisy of um, the fact that, you know, obviously this was a political stunt done by Ron DeSantis because he's, you know, wants to run for president. He wants to come across as a, you know, a master troll or something. We know that. Okay. I mean, DeSantis is a career politician. He is an opportunist and you can't deny that. And he shouldn't be, he, it should be seen for what he's doing, but it nonetheless reveals uh, what a lot of people have started to meme out on, on this hypocrisy that's taking place on Martha's Vineyard, 48 people show up. And by the way, 2,500 immigrants uh, every day are coming in and that's not seen as a big thing, but 50 people, 48 people show up on Martha's Vineyard and uh, you have folks getting very, very upset. Okay, but I wanna share with you, being a Massachusetts resident now since 1981, right? It's almost been 42, 41 years, the hypocrisy uh, of the sitting senator of Massachusetts, both senators, Ed Markey, who's a complete idiot, but the other uh, fool here is Elizabeth Warren. Um, Elizabeth Warren is the sitting main senator in Massachusetts, and um, the hypocrisy of Elizabeth Warren is, uh, an op uh, is something that needs to be talked about because what Elizabeth Warren represents is the, quote-unquote, the liberal imperialist elite of Massachusetts. And I've had obviously my personal interaction with her when I ran for her, uh, ran against her, uh, many of you know, in 2018 for US Senate. Uh, in 2018, just to give you a background, um, I had never ever uh, wanted ever to run for electoral politics, but I decided to run because I've always been a ground activist and I thought it would be a very, very good opportunity to build a bottoms up movement, which is what um, as many of you know, we talk about in truthfreedomhealth.com. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com. You'll see that we're all about build, building a bottoms-up movement. But one of the important things here is with Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren, as many of you know, faked her way to get into Harvard. She used race, and she's the epitome of a real racist. Elizabeth Warren is a real racist, and she's the epitome of hypocrisy. So in 2018, we ran a campaign uh, for U.S. Senate as independents because the because the Republican Party is completely bankrupt and they didn't they don't really want to uh, win uh, or defeat Elizabeth Warren, but we did. So we ran a very powerful campaign, and I'll show you that campaign. It's right here, and we had these signs up everywhere. Some of you may have seen them. It said, "Only a real Indian can defeat the fake Indian." This was U.S. Senate 2018. As some of you can see this, let me perhaps zoom in on this a little bit, maybe better to zoom in on. But these were the signs, and these signs were everywhere, big signs like this all over Massachusetts. 
And uh, we also had U.S. Senate independent candidate. And you can see a supporter shows off Dr. Shiva's sign that reads, only a real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. So um, uh, we ran against Elizabeth Warren. And what's fascinating was when we put up these signs, uh, people called me a racist. It's quite amazing. Okay, people call me a white supremacist for putting up the sign. And here was Elizabeth Warren. In my view, there is real racism. And the racism was that Elizabeth Warren was using race to advance herself. She was exploiting race when she was not a Native American, lied about it, and was using that to advance herself. So we had thousands of these signs all over Massachusetts. In fact, we had car magnets. And we may put them up on our uh, website. We may have a few left if people want to buy them as memorabilia items. But thousands thousands of these signs were everywhere. And in fact, um, we had a bus. And on that bus, we had this sign. And it's clear Elizabeth Warren contacted the city of Cambridge and told them that I should remove my sign on my own bus in my own parking lot. And I'll show you a picture of that right here. So this was that sign, and we got a letter from the city of Cambridge, um, as you can see in this article that was covered, I think in the Miami Herald. Okay, here's the Miami Herald. And this article came out, and Elizabeth Warren had, con had contacted the city of Cambridge to try to force me to take down my own sign on my bus. It says only a real Indian can defeat the fake Indian, okay? As you can see here. And the article said Shiva Idre is running for US Senate, is suing the city of Cambridge for ordering him to remove signs that called Warren a fake Indian. Warren has been criticized for saying that she was a Cherokee ancestry. Anyway, but only a real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. It's a, it was a great, to, to, be, to be frank with you, <clears throat> our campaign was bottoms up. This slogan really caught on um, and it was a, a great, great um, ad campaign also on top of it. I think it should have won some awards. Um, uh, but anyway, that's what we did. We had our, uh, bus sign up there and you can see it And the city of Cambridge wanted me to take down this sign off my bus. In fact, I got a formal letter from them saying, you better take down the sign or we're going to start charging you um, uh, $300 or forget $1,000 a day if you don't take down this sign. Okay. So I sued them. Okay. And anyway, uh, and here was that article. This came out in a roll call. Okay. Let me show you this article. So this was another, it was very reported on, okay? And um, so Elizabeth Warren was attempting to take down our sign using the city of Cambridge. Um, uh, our very knowledge, a deep knowledge about everything. Okay, so anyway, so, so I sued the city of Cambridge. And in fact, this article came out in CBS News, real Indian running against uh, Warren, defense sign calling her fake Indian. Anyway. I sued uh, the city of Cambridge for violation of the First Amendment. And guess what? We won that lawsuit. The city of Cambridge put their tails between their legs and ran away, knowing that I would win the lawsuit. And they said, we're not going to touch this. So anyway, it's a big victory for us. So anyway, we won. The other thing we did in that campaign was we really wanted to hit hard and expose Warren for what she was as a hypocrite and a liar. So we, I sent her the, a DNA test kit. I told her that you need to take a DNA test and I sent it to her home. I think I have it here. So there's a video that came out on Fox and let me share this with you. 
uh, I think I should be able to share this. So this is a video that came out on Fox when I was on there sharing the fact that Elizabeth Warren uh, should take the DNA test. And here I am on Fox News. Hold on. MIT grad and entrepreneur, Dr. Shiva Ayadore, even sent Warren a DNA kit, which she returned. He tweeted, I am deeply saddened Senator Warren refused my thoughtful gift-wrapped birthday gift, the 23andMe DNA test kit. Most unfortunate, hashtag fake Indian. So anyway, that, D, that, that thing went out there and it went viral all over the internet. And we kept, uh, we were relentless on this. And eventually Warren actually took a DNA test and she had to sprinkle in Peruvian genes to even uh, get to a level that there was any, um, any uh, Native American genes she had, which was frankly 0.001%. So we proved that uh, she was a fake Indian. She was 99.99999% fake Indian. All right. So that's Elizabeth Warren. So Elizabeth Warren is a sitting senator of Massachusetts. And guess what? If you go come to Cambridge, Massachusetts, where I'm right now, and you go to MIT and Harvard, a lot of these professors have beautiful homes in Martha's Vineyard. That's their vacation home. In fact, to get, give you some statistics on Martha's Vineyard, Half of the homes on Martha's Vineyard are vacation homes. Half of the homes um, are not even occupied. And most of these people come in in the summer around now, September, October, they're out of there. So can you tell me why they even, you know, what's the big deal in using their homes? Because these are the liberal elites were the ones who talk, 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 talk about helping dark people like myself, about helping Native Americans, about helping minorities, about helping poor people, etc. What is their problem in giving their homes to these migrants? Instead, the sitting senator of Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren, she's involved in this, just shipped all these migrants to a military base, essentially imprisoned them, in my view, right? They have half of the homes on Martha's Vineyard are completely open, unoccupied starting now. They could have easily given them. Let me give you also another point. It's not only against these migrants. Here's the other hypocrisy. 11% of the vineyards year-round popula population are below the poverty line. Forget migrants. Over 10%, a lot of people, close to 1,000 people, are below the poverty line, right, living next to the Obamas, Okay who talk about climate change and have built a beautiful home right on the beach there, if you've been to Martha's Vineyard. So this is a hypocrisy. There's lots of space. Half of the homes are not even being used starting now. They could easily have put these migrants up, in, 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 but, it, but what they actually did, Elizabeth Warren was part of this decision-making. She is a city, sitting senator here, shipped them off to sort of the quote-unquote Guantanamo uh, military quote unquote, a Guantanamo equivalent, a military base. What's the big deal? These people put up Black Lives Matter sign. They claim they love minorities and immigrants. They could have easily. So that's the real hypocrisy. Let me get it even a little more deeper than that when it comes to Warren. Elizabeth Warren talks about she's against big banks. She's against the big corporations. Well, a few years ago, Elizabeth Warren attended a Martha's Vineyard dinner hosted by a big bank executive. For, to do fundraising for her. And this guy, Robert Wolf, is called 
the Wolf of Wall Street. So he lives on Martha's Vineyard, has his vacation home, and Elizabeth Warren went there to raise money for herself. So Warren has no problems begging for herself from these elites. She has no problem in lying that she's a, an Indian and taking advantage, uh, Native American, taking advantage of all of the um, opportunities that afforded her to become a full professor at Harvard. She has no problem in sprinkling Peruvian genes to even get to be 99.9999% fake Indian. But she does have a problem with using her senatorial power to call up her friends. She could easily probably, probably call up the Obamas or a few other people to give these migrants homes that are going to be unoccupied. So that's a real hypocrisy here because you have the governor of Florida, who is purely an opportunist. He, he saw this as a good troll. Okay, fine. He's got his opportunistic goals to try to be president. But the fact that a sitting senator like Warren, Elizabeth Warren, did not use her senatorial power, all the networking that she has. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. These super wealthy people like Warren, these super elites, you know, they have all of these people at one or two phone calls away. So she could have easily called her friend, Robert Wolf, who she did beg for money and said, hey, Bob, can, can you help me out? Can you put up 48 people? I mean, just think about all these people live on Martha's Vineyard. They have huge homes. They do massive parties all over the summer. Hundreds of people show up at their parties, thousands of people. But they can't put up 48 migrants. That's really what the issue is. But behind all of this is a sitting senator of Massachusetts and Warren just put out a statement saying, oh, you know, DeSantis is using these people as pawns. Well, she's been using her Native American fake Indianhood um, as a pawn for her to get all sorts of gains using that minority status. So anyway, quote unquote, fake minority status. So that's what I wanted to share with all of you today, that when you step back and look at this, understand there is a face behind this in Massachusetts, and Elizabeth Warren represents the face of hypocrisy of the elites of Massachusetts. That's really the takeaway. That's really is a takeaway. The elites in Massachusetts in the one mile radius that way and that way where we are between Harvard and MIT is the epicenter, is the epicenter of the elites of Massachusetts. Those of you listening from all over the world recognize that Massachusetts is a swamp, is a swamp, or is a sewer that feeds the global swamp. Nearly every elite in the world, nearly every elite in the world, every advisor to every elite in the world has walked through MIT or Harvard, meaning has gone through those spaces, particularly Harvard University, because this is where they learn all the techniques of manipulating, subjugating people. And in fact, many of these people learn the science of systems. And by learning that science of systems at MIT and Harvard, about 10,000 of these elites learn that science. They learn how to speak with forked tongue like Elizabeth Warren, how to manipulate people. That's why, you know, I somehow stumbled into MIT, got all their education, but I never, I had great, you know, <laughs> didn't despise these people. So I took all that knowledge 
And we, uh, you know, we put together a curriculum, as many of you know, called the Science of Systems, which you can get at truthfreedomhealth.com. And it's to train everyday people on how the elites think, how they use the science of systems to manipulate people. But the science of systems, just like a surgeon can use a knife to heal people or a criminal can use that same knife to kill people, the science of systems can be used to subjugate, enslave, and manipulate people, or it can be used to free people. And what I've dedicated my life to is understanding the science of systems, putting it into a framework for all of you to use so you can expose and understand this kind of hypocrisy and figure out how we overcome it. And the only way to overcome it is by building a movement. Because when you really look at people like Elizabeth Warren and you look at the fact on the one hand, she says she's against big banks. By the way, Elizabeth Warren in Massachusetts is a senator who said that we need to go after the big banks. We need to shut them all down. And she passed laws supposedly against big banks, but what they actually did was destroy thousands of small banks, the regulatory framework. But here is Elizabeth Warren hanging out with Robert Wolf, the Wolf of Wall Street, one of the one of the biggest raiders um, of Wall Street and begging to him for money. This was during our campaign. Now, the interesting thing is our DNA test kit and everything we did for Warren was so powerful that Warren, I think I can find it here. Uh, I don't have it here, but um, look, I'll find it here. Um, Warren finally apologized that she's in fact not a Native American, okay? That's what finally happened. So I can't um, uh, find that article, but she finally came out and said she's not a Native American. So think about this. By the way, War Elizabeth Warren is a law professor at Harvard. She's not just somebody. And when we ran our campaign, we did a truly anti-racist campaign against her. So those of you listening, whether you're on the left or the right, understand there is a real racism. And the face of real racism is people like Elizabeth Warren. These are the liberal racists who speak, talk about racism, talk about wanting to help immigrants. But ultimately, their loyalty is their people on people like Martha's Vineyard. And in fact, not the poor people on Martha's Vineyard, the thousand people who are below the poverty line, but to their big bankers who outwardly, they say that they're against, but they're all one big family. They use public sentiments to manipulate people as they need. And someone said, um, the opportunists who did nothing, right, there you go. Um, so that's what they are. Sarah Kling says they're opportunists. That's exactly what they are. By the way, if you saw in New Hampshire yesterday, there was a guy who ran on a campaign that he's against election fraud, okay? Probably referred to a lot of our material that we did on real stuff. And then today, after he won, he's saying, oh, oh I don't believe uh, there was, there's any election fraud. These are politicians on the left and the right. But don't give, you know, don't um, recognize for DeSantis, this was just a political stunt that he did for because he needs to troll. He's trying to be a master troller. So, but don't, please, I'm telling you, um, uh, don't think DeSantis is some savior. This is what happens. A lot of people on the right are thinking DeSantis is going to save them. And this is a worldwide wrestling federation going on here. But we have an opportunity when even the elites like DeSantis do something like this to really expose the deeper issues. 
All of these people are hypocrites. Elizabeth Warren and the liberal elites in Massachusetts are the face of that hypocrisy. And one of the things we want to enlighten anyone to before I leave today is that Massachusetts, remember, this is where the Revolutionary War, the first shot was fired a couple of miles down the street here in Lexington, right? Massachusetts. Um, but Harvard University was set up here before the Revolutionary War in the 1600s. This is the epicenter of the elites, the British elites. We're talking about Queen Elizabeth a day before, yesterday. When the British came here, they were very, very aware of making sure that they had working people fighting amongst each other. In fact, the British colonizers here made sure that the whites, the poor whites, were fearful of the black slaves and they were fearful of the Native Americans. So the colonizers, the elites who were controlling the poor white uh, colonists using the blacks as slaves and killing off the Native Americans, they had all those three groups fighting among each other. You have to understand that. And that's how they prosper. And those elites, after the Revolutionary War ended, it's not like they got up and went back to England. They embedded themselves deep. And in fact, most of them are still here in New England, okay? And most of them are in Martha's Vineyard. And today it's a multi-racial aristocracy of elites. Elizabeth Warren, the Obamas, left and right. Here, it's a quote unquote left in, in Martha's Vineyard typically, but they're the, they, they're the ultimate hypocrites. So um, Christine says, F says, I have to get out of Massachusetts. Yep, it's very old money. Glenn says, extremely old money. Um, and I think we have a big opportunity here. As many of you know, the Movement for Truth, Freedom, and Health is headquartered in Massachusetts. We've run in Massachusetts twice. We ran one against a fake Indian, Elizabeth Warren. And then we ran against the Republicans here in the Republican primary. And we're the ones who expose that the Republicans are also cheaters. So you have to understand the Republicans and, and the Democrats are one. Don't be confused by that. They're one. Elizabeth Warren's the epitome of that oneness, but they're all one. And Massachusetts is the epicenter of the swamp, the sewer that feels this global swamp. I'll repeat that again. Massachusetts is the epicenter of the sewer that feeds a global swamp. So it's sort of ironic that our movement for truth, freedom, and health is headquartered in that swamp. And that's why, you know, when we ran against Warren, when we ran recently, we said our movement winning when we ran last time in Massachusetts would have been such a powerful event. And that's why they were so afraid. And that's why they had to cheat. OK, in Massachusetts. So but anyway, I think for all of you listening, just recognize that. The real hypocrisy here is the liberal. The liberal hypocrisy, the liberal imperialism. And if you go back and review the video I did about a couple of weeks, uh, I'm sorry, a week ago on Queen Elizabeth. Isn't it interesting? Elizabeth Warren, Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Very interesting coincidence. I just forgot about that. But you have the interesting thing about be it Elizabeth Warren, the senator, or be it 
Queen Elizabeth, they're the face of liberal imperialism. They're the face of liberal imperialism. That's what we need to understand. Someone on online call, thank you, says migrants are everywhere. And over the last 18 months, 103 food processing plants burned down. Are business owners blackmailed or what? Thank you. So what we're seeing here is that we have a, we have the modern world is liberal imperialism and hypocrisy on the left and the right. So on the right, you have people claiming that they're fighting against whatever election fraud or fighting against Fauci fighting, but they're, but, but when they get into power, they do nothing. They just use that to raise money. And on the left, you have people talking about they care for blacks and migrants and immigrants. And at the end of the day, they use that sloganeering to essentially raise money for their party. So this is really the wake up call for everyone. And as I've shared before, um, I encourage all of you guys to go to truthfreedomhealth.com because when you go to that website, you'll understand that we don't just like to whine and bitch and say, oh, you can't do anything. We've actually identified the real problem. And let me take you over to that. The real problem, as you can see, is let me go to the real problem here, which I, which I like to talk about every time I do this. The real problem is there's tons and tons of information out there. You can read information all day. But the reality is with all this information out there, are we getting more truth? Are we getting more free? Are we getting more, you know, uh, health? The reality is we got nearly billions of people getting more anxious and depressed. People are getting more hopeless. In fact, the latest statistic is 40% of people want to overthrow their governments. Two and a half billion people are obese. 52% of people are confused on what to eat. Essentially, the health problems are degenerating. So with all this information that we're hit with, what's happening is that people don't have a way to assess this information. So they typically, right now with this information of DeSantis sending stuff to Martha's Vineyard, I don't want people to suddenly say, oh, DeSantis is a great guy. That's the left-right narrative. So the, the, the right wing will try to use that, but the reality is what we need to recognize is regardless of left or right, the elites with the system of power, profit, and control, they, they are pushing ignorance all the time. So the information is going through the lens of ignorance and we get to illusion. And this illusion leads us to confusion, which is splitting us into left and right, no different than the, uh, the elites did hundreds of years ago, splitting people into left wing and right wing still continues, and or complacency or desperation. This is a real problem I want everyone to recognize. And this kind of division or this confusion leads people into division, complacency, or desperation. And as long as the elites have you divided into left and right, pro or anti, complacency, or desperation, they're doing well. They love it when you're saying, I'm a Trumper, I'm not a Trumper, I support DeSantis, I support Elizabeth Warren. They love that. Or you're complacent, you say, I'm going to go off the grid, or you're desperate. And this is why they have these entertainers, be it Trump, be it Bernie Sanders, be it Sadhguru, be it Joe Rogan or Alex Jones or uh, these guys who may say the say things that sound good, but they never say things at the right time. And they do a lot of the stuff to entertain you. They're not really interested in fundamentally changing things. If you look at the immigration issue in the United States, the left wing and the right wing. I wanted to thank uh, thank you. Uh, uh, online call. I said migrants are everywhere. Yeah, I got that one. Because Democratic and Dem immigration plan, open borders, 
keep them in the red states, put immigrants in welfare, print mail-in ballots, fill out on behalf of migrants, blue wave forever. Yep. Well, you have to understand something. The Neither the left wing or the right wing in the United States has any interest in solving the immigration issue. Does anyone know why? There's no interest that they have in solving that. They use the immigration issue for as both parties use it as pawns. Elizabeth Warren said, oh, you know, Ron DeSantis using this as a pawn. Well, Ron DeSantis is using the migrants as a troll pawn, yes. But Elizabeth Warren and the Democrats also do the same thing. Why? Because for the Democrats, the flux of immigrants gives them a voting block, right? They use it for votes. And for the right wing, they want immigrants here because they can reduce the cost of labor, okay? That's what's going on. So Wall Street loves illegal immigrants, which is the right wing Republicans, and the left wing Democrats love you know, illegal, quote unquote, illegal immigrants, right? Why? Because they get to use that as a voting block to manipulate elections. But ultimately, both of these organizations, Democrat and Republican, left and right, have no interest in solve, really solving it. There, there are solutions. I've, I've talked about them. You know, if you really want to solve immigration, truly solve it, there are, you know, 20, 30 million, quote unquote, illegal immigrants in the United States. Okay. And some of them have been here 10, 20, 30 years, all right? Well, if you want to really solve it, well, you take those people, if they've been here and they're working hard, well, make sure that they start paying taxes. I mean, the amount, you could generate trillions of dollars in tax revenue. So put them on some path to legal immigration, but make sure that they pay taxes. That's one. Now, there are many, quote unquote, legal immigrants in the United States, it's going to sound funny, who should be working, this is what the irony is, there are many legal Im immigrants, legal U.S. citizens, who should be working and scam the system. So it's a very funny world we live in. So in the United States, you have these illegal immigrants who actually are hardworking. They're working their butts off and they keep the cost expenses low for Wall Street and they have to hide and everything. And, and they get away without paying taxes. So, And then you have a whole strata of people who are legal U.S. citizens who, who are able-bodied to work, but they scam the system. They live on welfare. They live on disability when they shouldn't be. They scam the system. So it's a funny thing. You almost want to take the illegal immigrants who are working hard, make them legal, get tax revenue, and all these people who are U.S. citizens who do not take advantage of the country to work hard. It's almost like, do you deport them? <laughs> it's a funny question you have to ask, right? So this whole question of immigration, um, the elites left and right have no interest in solving because they're both benefiting from using illegal immigrants for votes, which is what the left does. And then the right wing uses them to keep cost of labor low. That's what's really going on. And so you have to understand that the left and the right never wanna solve any problems. So that's why when I encourage you to go to Truth, Freedom and Health, recognize that we want to educate people to look beyond these grifters and these politicians and these gurus and to recognize the real solution is for people to get wise, to people that learn wisdom, okay?
Yeah, uh, Suresh R says, um, they're the lumpen, pro oh, Suresh R, where he goes? He goes, they're the lumpen pro proletariat, like a AOC. Yeah. What are the lumpen proletariat? Well, they're people who are not truly workers. They're not truly the proletariat. They basically, you know, take advantage of the system. So what you see here is the solution. There is a solution. And I want to um, talk about solution. And that's what we've created at Truth Freedom Health. We have to get the knowledge. We have to learn the science of systems because that lets you see things as they are. So what I just shared with you just now, talking about, hey, when you look at immigration, if you take a whole systems approach, you realize that the left wing uses immigration for vote, voting blocks and the right wing uses right wing, meaning the entire architecture, what's typically called the right wing Wall Street. People want to make a lot of money, right? That right wing you loves illegal immigrants because you keep the costs low, okay, for a lot of companies. So when you take that whole systems approach, that's what we mean by knowledge. And that knowledge leads you to wisdom and you get clarity. And with clarity, you can start realizing that we need to get active, we need to get innovative, and we need to get organized. You actually, through getting wise, through getting clarity, you start really recognizing what the real solutions are. And that's why I recommend all of you go to Truth, Freedom, and Health. You know, that's really my push, if anything, to everyone. And what we've created is this engine, this system, where you learn the science of systems. You, you learn how the science of system relates to your body as a system. You learn uh, how food is a system. You learn how uh, everything around us at these special lectures you can look at as a system. You learn how to teach systems to other people. We have a whole community of people. We've created tools so we can organize, you can educate each other independent um, of big tech. So take advantage of this. We have, you can go through this. We have the Systems Foundations of Systems course. We give you books to understand what is a system and what is actual change, right? So go through this uh, website when you get an opportunity, become a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior. And if you don't want to be that, every Thursdays, I'll run a banner here for you. Every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., we have, it's running right, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., you can go to vhshiva.com slash orientation. But our goal is to educate all of you on how to take a systems approach to the world. So we don't get caught in this left and right. So when we, when we look at Martha's Vineyard, the key takeaway to recognize is that it's not only there's a hypocrisy here of the left, but there's a deep, deep hypocrisy of all of this left and right, okay? Elizabeth Warren, as I've shared, is a real hypocrisy, but the great hypocrisy is that politicians use immigrants here. Ron DeSantis, yes, he's definitely using this for his brand equity building as a troll, as you know, the right wing, he wants to be the successor to Trump. But so is the left using this, as though they care, as though the people of Martha's Vineyard care. But at the end of the day, these immigrants have been shipped over to a military base. I call it basically a prison. So anyway, recognize that we have a huge opportunity to win by taking a systems approach, and I encourage all of you to come to our Thursday, 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. Um, uh, open houses. You can meet some amazing people. But we need to build a bottoms-up movement that breaks through 
this hypocrisy on the left and the right. Today, we're seeing it on the left and the right, okay? We're seeing the opportunism on the left and the right. So please uh, take advantage of that. Uh, go to truthfreedomhealth.com, become a warrior scholar. I'll play you a video that will hopefully, I've played it before, but it'll inspire you um, to think about uh, what's really going on. And um, we play it right here. Where is it? Here we go. Thank you. And I'll be right back. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders we don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game, 
and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote-unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics, and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on Vias and Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. Anyway, I hope that's valuable because ultimately what needs to happen is when you look at these situations like the Martha's Vineyard, there's going to be many, many other situations like that. And I hope all of you recognize that small video I just played hopefully will inspire you to recognize that there is a science and there is a science understanding how systems work and there's a science to understanding how to overcome that. And there's uh, overcome that meaning how to change those systems and the great news is we've created an environment at truthfreedomhealth.com where you can learn, you can build community, you can organize, you can learn activism, all of that in one way that's accessible to everyone. So go become a Truth, Freedom, and Health warrior. And if you are not ready to do that, come to our orientation open house and meet people on Thursdays. Anyway, everyone, have a good weekend. I'll see you guys all uh, shortly. Be well, uh, be the light. Thank you. Thank you.